Greetings everybody, Wesley Pepper here and you're tuning to my podcast Wesley Pepper's Art Lexia which is brought to you by Spudcaster and Biobulb. Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, welcome to all my new and returning listens, listeners. Uh, greetings to you all. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's or the last two episodes we had. Um, I thought they were really insightful. Um, thanks to Wilson Gorney for coming through and blessing us with his time. You know, we really uncovered his entire... Um, we really can cover his, uh, covered his, his entire uh, story as an artist. We looked at his work, his processes, and even his book. Uh, and just a recap, if you guys are still interested in purchasing his book, remember you can find it on his uh, Facebook page or his WhatsApp number. Um, I don't have the number right in front of me, but I know it's on last week's episode. So yeah, you can have a look at it there. Or I mean, if you really, if you can't find that, just holler at me and I'll, you know, I'll forward it through to you. Yeah, man. Um, and thanks again to Wilson once again, man. Um, as I said, I really enjoyed that man and um today's episode um we're taking another rather i'm talking to another very very interesting brother i'm talking to ikaya masisi he's an editor and a filmmaker um he also does a lot of documentaries he works on a whole host of uh projects you know uh, uh shows that i'm sure some of you probably are familiar with his work you just didn't know that he was behind the editing of it he's also quite a uh, award-winning brother um, as recent as, um, well, early on this year, actually, you won another editing um, um, award. Um, and uh, we're definitely going to be covering that. We're going to be covering, we're going to be talking about his processes, of course, you know, how he chooses his subject matter. Because if you know something about Ikaya's work, you know, um, he does documentaries on really the, on, and he does, you know, he, projects on things that personally that i'm very very interested in you know he, um i remember watching one of his documentaries called i'm a poet not too long ago and i loved it man i really loved it i loved his approach i loved his technique and everything and as you guys know like i'm really really passionate and i've got an interesting history with the um with the spoken word um so we're gonna be covering a bit of all of that today you know um talk about his awards and his current and future projects so stay tuned for that that should be about uh, that should be a lot of fun um just remember that the art giveaway is well it's actually always up for grabs you know even though um, um somebody might win it i'll just create another one because the thing is i just want to attract more listeners. i don't want to give away more art so there you have it so if you want to know how to receive any of the artwork you know just uh, like and subscribe to this um um episode you know and i'll choose a name at random and you will win yourself original artwork done by yours truly and uh stay tuned for me um or rather i'll talk to you at the end of the interview um with regards to future episodes and a bunch of other things that's brewing on the horizon you know there's always there's always a lot of that yeah man and um i'll chat to you at the end of the of today's episode with regards to that but for now you know, I hope you guys en- uh, enjoy today's episode with with Ikaya. I certainly am. I've actually been looking to get hold of him for some time now. It's just a matter of scheduling and timing and those type of things. But we finally got hold of him and um, we're looking forward to talking today. So I hope you guys enjoy, enjoy today's episode. Yeah, man. And I'll chat to you right after this. Baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobalb.org. We're good, man. Um, Ikaya, Masisi, how are you doing, McKing? Thanks for coming through, brother. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, Paul. I'm blessed, Doc. Yeah, yeah. You always got a very laid-back kind of vibe to you, know, so <laughs> I always believe you when you say that. <laughs> yeah, you always come back as like, you know, it's just all water of a duck's back. 
um, but I like that. Oh. Um, it's actually quite dark. Uh, it's dark okay. it's um, I can feed off it. My brother, let's let's um, let's start off in the beginning, man. So um, you're an editor and a filmmaker, right? Um, I know you as from more the documentary um, side of everything, and as we we're saying off air. Um, um, we, you know, I read this article where they say we're actually in the golden era of documentaries, which is wow, man. Um, I mean, there's there's so many filmmakers switching to that uh, uh, medium, and I know there's many reasons, and I want to pick your brain about that. But before we get into that, I want I also want to talk about your work, your, because I know you just recently won an award as well, which is congratulations on that. Um, so let's pick the let's unpick the elephant but for but man uh so let's just start off with my listeners man just tell us like uh where you from that type of thing you know and how did you get into filmmaking okay okay with that award thing i got nominated at the softest i didn't get an award um um, 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 um let's let's just talk about yeah 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 um, um, um uh i don't want to get it on myself sure um we'll get to that but um let's just start man like for my listeners how did you get into filmmaking bro um filmmaking right um dark so like the first film that i saw that kind of inspired me was like um a pair of boots and a bicycle right yeah i was seen done that by one. vincent Malone. that vibe dark so it was like pair of boots and a bicycle and then there was that show like that um it was like a reality actuality show scoop makatini and then kind of kind of was that that show, that show was so hot, bro. Like um, one of those two shows, those two shows inspired me, right? But the the real, the the, the real, the, the 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 actual documentary that inspired me was this one, a pair of boots and a bicycle, because like it was done by like black editors, black directors, black producers, like so. Because like dog, when you watch this, when you watch the credits, it's like it's like a lot of white people, so you don't think like you know what I'm saying. Um, You'd see yourself there, right? But when I saw, like, this is such a dope documentary on SABC Wanoha, right? <laughs> and it's got, like, black people that are running this thing. And I'm like, and it's so hot and it's so dope, right? That kind of inspired me. And then later came on Bob Ramik and the work that they were doing, uh, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Sobukwe, you know what I'm saying? And then Carlo Matabani as well. All the works that were, like, black guys were doing at that time that actually, like, I'm like, okay, cool. It's possible that... I from Tabanjo. I'm from Steve from Tabanjo, right? Oh, yeah. Tabanjo is in the free state next yeah. to um um well it's next to with Tabula and whatnot and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm from that side, that's where I grew up, that's where I was born, my parents is at, uh, my mom's is at, my grandma's is at, like that's where that's where my roots is, Tariaku Tabanju, you know, if I have to put a cast on, you feel what I'm saying? So that's where I'm from. Um, so I got inspired by this thing, right? This work that I saw, and you know, it 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 kind of tickled my creative, uh, my creative uh, sensibilities, right? Mm. And then I felt like I could be able to work this, right? And that was in the time when I was, you know, like after matric, and then you have to decide what you want to do, you know. Yeah. It wasn't that bad at school, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that bad at school. It wasn't bad with maths. It wasn't bad, like you know, I was yeah. pretty, it was pretty cool, but like. Um, it felt like spiritually, my creative sensibilities were more like, 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 like just, you know what I'm saying? They were gnawing at me, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, um, when I saw this shit, I'm like, fuck, I need to make films, bro. I feel like 
there's also that part of underrepresentation as well. I think that's what got me into feeling that there's so many dope stories, black stories that are out there, our history and whatnot, which is not properly um, documented and whatnot, you know? And that's what kind of inspired me to like mess with this, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I mess with that vibe. Can we curse you on this podcast? Bro? We can't. <laughs> but but I mean, though. like, you know, this is not a bar, but we can. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, my nigga. I feel you. But yeah, continue I'm saying, listening. Yeah, for sure. So from that, and then uh, I came to the J, came to the J, started, uh, I started at Namisa. Um, I was actually shooting that side, actually. I wasn't starting to become an editor. I wanted to shoot. Like, I wanted to become a cinematographer. But then editing just called me, bro. You know, it's one of those things. It's like a fate thing. You know what I mean? And then, you feel me? Yeah. And then I got to meet up with Deliza, Deliza Moabi, Deliza Moabi and Vincent Muno. Deliza is like the guy that actually, like, hit me up with Sims, 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 Sims. You know what I mean? Um... And that's how I got the con. I actually got to work with the greatest document, the greatest work that I did so far was actually with the dude that created uh, a pair of boots and a bicycle, which is Revin St. Mulu, you know. He okay. gave me an opportunity, you know, gave yeah. us an opportunity as young editors to come into the game and learn this thing. Because this shit is hard. Documentary is fucking hard, bro. Yeah. People think this shit is like, um, it's easy, but like fucking, dirt. I think in terms of like filmmaking, documentary is the hardest form. You know, drama is easy, bro. Like drama is scripted. Like everything scripted. Scripted television is very easy. But like documentary, you got to fucking find the story. You, you, you got to, you got to find this, you got to, and then you gotta, mm, you gotta pay, you gotta, yeah, you gotta set, you, you literally, it's like literally working on a blank canvas, right? Yeah. Where like everything, like literally you have to kind of um, uh, draw or paint, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with your characters, because shit that you shoot in the field, it might come back onto the timeline, it might not work in the editing suit, right? And you mm. gotta find a way, you know? Uh, so I think like, fuck, documentary is hard bro documentary is hard dog it's hard but like i love it i enjoy it because like it's important because like uh, it's a way it's a tool to actually capture people's stories uh, and to tell like those untold stories about people you know what i'm saying which is like way which is what i feel like the work is important for for me you know as um as a visual creative sure for me so yeah, that's the vibe, G. The yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. interesting. You got um, there's a just a just a point on that pair of boots and a bicycle. I've watched that. Um, um and just for listening, yeah. that was about the, uh, soldiers. Yeah, they fought dope. in World War World War Two. Um, World War Two, my nigga. Yeah, they came back and the government gave them a pair of boots and a bicycle and the white boys got land. Imagine that shit, dog. Yeah, Imagine yeah. That, that shit. thing was that thing was went to... Dog, mm. dog. Do you understand yeah. how like how touching that subject matter it is? Was like our the, ancestors, our grandparents, the they go for out. sure, Bro. for sure, for sure, for sure. And then if we drive wherever we see all these monuments of whoever fought in World War Two and look all this grand, like we, you know, we fought in the half of Europe and all this. One other one one other thing that resonated me the most from that docky was the was the was the part where the one one guy says that there was a attack. I think it was in uh, Egypt somewhere. Um, sir, and, yes, sir. Yeah, and they didn't and have the weapons. Yeah, they yeah, didn't the have any weapons, so they had to 
hide under the water. They were literally sort of almost drowning, um, um, trying to dodge bullets that was flying. That thing was heavy, and the way they explained that, wow, the thing was. And like, um, 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 and, and and on that, he was saying like in terms of editing. I totally get what you were saying uh, because you know the way the document, where the filmmaker presented that, he sort of led up to that, and you could feel the pain, uh, the confusion. Uh, I guess the, the just the mayhem and fuck man, like I oof, that thing was that thing was heavy. Funny enough, um, yes, just a story, uh, personal thing on my side. My mother's mm -hmm. father, uh, 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 my mother's uh, grandfather was a father. Mm -hmm. One of them, yeah, he was a German fella. He came, uh, he fought. I don't know what or whatever, but he came to South Africa. Mm -hmm. He got him some puri dang. You know, he got a taste of African and want to leave. Um, and he was one of the guys who they gave a farm. Can you believe that? That's mm -hmm. how my uh, my mother's side of the family inherited that farm. It's in the Eastern Cape. So yeah, I could I could I could resonate with that with that thing over there. Um, so moving Funny on. Funny story. Funny story. <laughs> my my, yeah. my great grandfather. My great grandfather actually went to that war, dog. He was Whoa. there, dog. It's actually like a gun. Like them old school guns, he's got that, you yeah. know. And yeah, B, yeah, B. Sure. He actually went out there, but he actually came back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and like I was told that during the time, my grand, my great grandmother, because we had a farm at home and we had a school, like the first school in Tabancho, the first like proper formal yeah, yeah. education school, the white school, so to speak, in Tabancho. The yeah, even yeah. the first church is Tibetan. My grandmother was running that shit. She was running the school. She was running the church. She was even running the farm, bro. My grandfather was fighting and then he came back. Shit, like, it's like fucking crazy. And like, when I sure. saw that shit, I'm like, yo, dog. And like, damn, yeah. it's like, I don't know, man. It's some weird shit, dog. But like, it's yeah. dope. It's dope, dog. Yeah. You know, it's like the spirits connect. You know what I mean? That's actually that's actually where I wanted to where I wanted to lead into, man. Because um, um, you're saying in the spirit is connected. Like one thing I know about artists is like is like you are chosen to do this gig. You know, um, 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 you either have it or you don't. So if you're telling me like all of these things sort of sort of sort of led up into you say, okay, sure, I want to tell you know African stories. I want to use a medium of film. That's actually where I wanna where I wanna where I wanna jump from from your honor. So 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 explain to me. So once you. Um, the processes, man, I want, I want to talk about that. So once you conceptualize, okay, yo, man, this is where I want to go. You know, these are my influences. This is, you know, these guys are talking to me X, Y, Z. Um, I have these skills. Um, where to from there, man? Where did your, where did your path lead you from there? And how did you get into what you're doing right now? Well, it was like, a, because with editing, I feel like editing is like long and like, um hard you know so it was like a very long slow process in terms of like developing mm. you know um so it led from I, I feel like it's more like it's it's both external and internal in terms of like externally the type of projects that you you find yourself within you know what i'm saying for sure um that kind of build you that kind of build the skill, right? For in terms of like storytelling, right? Yeah. Uh, which is very, very important in terms of like when you when you when you're on the come up, right? For mm. you to understand what is story, you know, what is character, because people take that thing for granted. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Uh you were saying about the editing, man. 
Yeah, dog. So I was saying the thing with it is that for me, and like, like that's what I kind of feel like in terms of like development, right? Is that like this shit is long and it's hard, and like um, it just needs you to kind of um, have a love for it, right? Yeah, I get um, that. You know, because like when you see when you see a picture, when you see a story on television, it feels so simple, right? But like behind the scenes for them to make it that simple like it t- took sometimes years you know just to get it to that level you feel what i'm saying so that's the thing with documentary and you can never really um kind of when you like from the start you can't say this story this is where the story is going to be you might have written it and whatnot the shit doesn't like work out right yeah characters is not working even the concept is not working the themes are off everything is kind of off and then you you kind of just need to adapt, right? And that's the thing with it, right? And South Africa doesn't have a very strong documentary culture. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just in terms of like, it's there, but like the, the biggest people that are behind documentaries is SABC, but SABC is falling apart, right? Yeah. So like, it's a big problem in terms of like uh, developing the next documentary filmmakers, right? It's very tough for us because like now we got to do it independently and shit like that. We've got to wait for years and whatnot. And it's like gatekeeping. How many documentaries yeah. have you caught? How many documentaries have you had? Like, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not somebody from, let's say like film school or somebody that has a film background or somebody that's like wants to get into documentary. They can't cut documentary straight up, right? Because, yeah. like, um, firstly, you don't have the experience. Firstly, we don't trust you. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things that are happening, right? Yeah. So you need to prove yourself. And for you to prove yourself is, like, fucking difficult, right? So <laughs> yeah, I get that. It's very difficult, dog. Like, imagine having to cut, like, a feature, right? Or, like, a, even, like, a let's say a 30-minute documentary. It's fucking tough. It's not easy, dog. Mm. You know? You see a lot of shit that's on YouTube and you're like... Hey, man, but what, what the hell is going on there? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you can you can see that there's an art to it. You feel me? That's actually uh, what I want. That's why the mm-hmm. old cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying that's why the, actually the old cats are still are still the ones that are like running this game because like it requires that you know it requires that experience and people are able to just trust you with their footage if you've cut that shit before, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's the vibe about it, you know. So. So fuck, man. It's I think it's a thing of luck, and I think it's also a thing of like calling, purpose, mm. and also where you are, kind of in the industry and what you feel and shit like that, right? Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, it creates good editors. Documentary creates good editors. That's what I kind of feel. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like that background is like fucking that documentary background. Like for me, it's like. So you can figure out a story quick, you know, especially when it comes to scripted shit, like, uh-huh. like, like, you know, what the fuck is not going to work, what's working. And like, you know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. That's the dope thing about it. Right? It gives you that, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I feel you. I feel you on that. And like, you're raising some, you're raising some interesting thing. The fact that we don't really have a strong culture of that ESA and the old God. Yeah, we don't. Be. Um, yeah, and like we have so many stories. And it's funny actually, that we've got one of the biggest documentary festivals like uh, in the oh, yeah. world. Uh, we've got Encounters, dog. Yeah, we've got Encounters. We've got Encounters like it's an international documentary festival, you know? When is it? Um, you know, uh, and Mondays has been running it for a couple of years. Okay, I didn't know about that. Um, and like they're doing real, really amazing work, dog, you know? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I, didn't like, know that. Um, I think I think those guys are running it from Cape Town. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Encounters Film. I think it's running now as we speak. Because last year it was virtual. So they took my short film last year, the one that I made, When the Flame Speaks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, so now I'm starting to talk about my work now. I don't know if I should go there. So yeah, my nigga, wanna, can you curate this conversation? I want to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to I I I I <laughs> ask a point that I got. Like, personally, I'm, I'm yes, very, very interested in one of your documentaries is about that. Uh, I think it's called Skulls, the, the, the thing that about, about the Rero genocide. Skulls of my people. Skulls of my people. Bruh, like... That, yeah, Skulls of my people. Yeah, it's, a Vincent, it, it's a Vincent Molloy documentary, sir. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You worked on it, bro. Yeah, my inspiration. My mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cut that shit, though. Like, like that is some heavy topics right now. I mean, some some content that is a heavy, heavy, heavy thing. How do you? How do you? How do you? I don't know, man. How do you work with with with, with the footage like that? You know, like like how do you process it? It took us. It took us like about eight months to cut that shit. Sure. And uh, and it was a lot of back and forth. We even had like old school cats, man, cats from Israel that we we're consulting with to check out our cuts. Um, old dudes, man, cut, cats that cut on Al Jazeera, cats yeah. that, that are like docu- documentary cats, right? That we we're consulting with. So it was like a heavy, heavy, heavy process because the story as well is so condensed. The story is so deep and it's so heavy and it's so emotional. Uh, there's points where I even fucking cried in the documentary, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Or cutting the shit because it's so deep and it's so emotional, right? Yeah. Like you kind of like the shit that comes out, dog. It's so like it's so heavy, dog. Like it hits you, dog. Yeah. It hits you, my nigga. Like yeah. it hits you, especially when you hear like like um these old cats, man, talking about this vibe, like and what they are fighting when where they're from. You can, hey, man, the spirit is too heavy, so you break down emotionally because it's like it's an emotional, it's a spiritual thing, right? As well, that's the thing about these documentaries as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And the type of subject matters that Vincent likes choosing. He likes he likes choosing like heavy spiritual like stuff, bro. That shit is like not taxing, but like, doc, you need to, hey, you need to be clean, like, yo, you yeah, need to I be kind of clean mentally, yeah. like, you know, like you. Like, yo, you need to give it your all, bro. Like, it's one of those things as well because it's for the culture, it's for our history, and it's also for, like, our ancestors as well. You feel what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. All the blood that's been spilled and whatnot and whatever, that kind of needs to, that stories need to be told because there's that vibe as well. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that they could give peace. So there's, like, all these elements that are uh, part of this whole thing of, like, storytelling, especially in terms of documentary, especially with those type of subjects, Right. That is like so taxing, even mm. just the art itself, technically. You know what I'm saying? How do you, which characters do you choose? Which characters are strong? But there we had a very strong female character. Mm. She was, she was like, she's like, like you could feel she's like a mother goddess, right? Yeah. And she was taking on this fight of getting the Germans to pay reparations for the work, for not the work, for what yeah, they did. For the genocide. In, in, in 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 Namibia, and it's 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 actually not funny, but like the the, the Germans started experimenting with like concentration camps in yeah, Namibia yeah, before Namibia, they before. started doing it like in Europe, right? Yeah. So this is where this shit started. You know what I'm saying? And like you find Hore 
what happened in Europe, these guys have been compensated for, but like we are in Africa, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing happens because like we blacks and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So there's that thing to you, you know, that Europeans have towards Africans and shit like that. Yeah. So this, this, this great woman, man, or she was like, she was having this fight and with all her other comrades that were running this thing just for the, those reparations and just for the spirit of the ancestors as well. Because when these when these guys speak to your soul, when these guys speak to your heart, it's very hard to kind of come out of it. You gotta you gotta fight till the end, you know. And it's also for the kids as well, so that yeah. they can know what the fuck happened, you know. Because yeah. there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of like rec- not reclaiming, but like kind of I, sh- I don't know. Owning I don't know what our to own say, stories. I get you. Yeah, owning our own stories mm, and like controlling re- the like, narrative. Re- yeah, controlling the fucking narrative, but more so getting our ancestors to speak through us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of our ancestors, some of them, they were just killed, bro. Like, yeah. shit just done happened, dog. Like, and some of them, they need to speak through us so that certain things can be rectified. You feel me? Yeah. And certain knowledge can come out. You feel me? Mm. So that shit is important as well, you know? But that shit doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> If you have to come to the monitor, that shit doesn't pay. But it's fucking important. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. And that's the weird thing about it is that all this great stuff, all all these important, I mean, like, dog, you know our history and how deep our history is. And you know how many untold stories there are out there that need to be told. But for, uh, for you to do them, you need to time and time is money that's unfortunate you don't own the resources if you own the infrastructures it'd be easy because like dog i've got an editing suit it's fine just go fucking shoot your shit come back we'll fucking cut it for free right and then we'll make money when we sell we're not going to make money when we sell it anyhow it's going to be like one of those when like these stories need to be told they need to be told you feel me mm, i feel you i feel i feel i feel uh, I, I, i feel the passion and 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 and, and i i know it man i understand it um, um you raise a good point there that, that there's that there's no money in it and 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 it takes all this time and the emotional baggage um which is which is which is i just want to ask you another question about about the emotional other the emotional side of it like does it um i mean like if you can if you feeling Let me just create a scenario. So say, for example, because I know like they had the skeleton coast. It was hard. It was hard. Um, um, if you're talking to somebody there, you, 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 you know, you can, you can almost smell the, 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 the pain, the death. Doesn't that affect your, your technical ability? You know, um, um, doesn't, your, doesn't your emotion eventually become too strong? Or how do you, how do you control it? Bro? Yeah, obviously, you do become biased. But not yeah, biased in a, that's, that's like a, a very as a storyteller point. as well, you got to have a standpoint, right? Mm. You got to know what point of view am I telling the story from? And you got to have a, there's got to be, even though like um, they, 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 they like to saying that uh, art is, it's objective. You got to, there's nothing like that. That's bullshit. Because like <laughs> art is made by people. Oh, people oh, are subjective, oh, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you will add your own emotion to it. You will add your own frame, uh, point of view to it. But as as equally important is also the story. But more so, your 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 subjective point of view should not just be you, Ikai. This is what I'm thinking. But it should be like, what am I? What I'm I'm representing my people. I'm representing Masisi. I'm representing 
uh, Botswana, I'm representing black people, right? It's got to come from that point of view, right? Yeah. Um, especially as a, as a, as a historian, because documentar- documentarians are historians, sure. right? Because like this shit is going to live forever. My, your kid is going to watch this shit like fucking 30, 30 years from now and be like, what? Mm. Well, like for real, for real, was this shit happening? <laughs> so you got to be as historically relevant as possible. But also we can't rely a lot on what Western uh, school of thought has taught us about African history because a lot of that shit is bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, so we got to understand from which point of view are we telling our story? So we got to be adamant in terms of telling our story from your grandmother and how she speaks about this shit or your history and how Russell Black writes about this shit or how Robert Sobuk writes about this shit, right? Mm. So you got to be adamant with that shit. That's very important because that comes out. You feel what I'm saying? And you are adamant about it because it's been shut down. It's not in in fucking encyclopedias. It's not wherever. It's not wherever. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, So it's important for us to run that narrative. It's very, very important for us to have that narrative so that it's not an alternative narrative. It's our fucking narrative. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sorry for so much kissing. Um, <laughs> but I feel so I feel so passionate about I, this I part because I, I, I feel it and I and I it's important. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. I totally, totally, totally agree with you. That's also why, like, um, I would I mean I've I haven't worked in, in Fulham, like like I haven't used my creativity in Fulham, but so but I can from what I I'm a consumer of it, like in my opinion, it's one of the most honest mediums. Um, you know, you have audio and you have visual. Um, and there's a storyline. It's a very honest medium. So to tell that story, I think the, the filmmakers, um, people like yourself, the editors, yeah, I think your story needs to be told too, you know, um, especially the hustle in putting it together, which is part of the reason why I want to do this uh, this specific episode. Um, uh, because, yeah, it's um, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. And, yeah, uh, shit is, shit is I, deep, man. Yeah, man. I can also understand, like, you might be carrying a lot of, I guess baggage that you don't even know is there that might come out, you know, in everyday yeah, life it's and, and all Fuck. of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's hard. But like, um, you know, um, let's move on. There's a, there's another doc here I want to, I want to talk about. Um, it's called I'm a poet. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Oh, yes, now sir. I've watched that one as well. Um, it was too okay. nice. It was really cool. <laughs> That's actually one of my first docs that I did on my own, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, man. How did it, how did it, how did it come to being, and what's your relationship with um, with um, with poetry? I was, I was, I was in the poetry scene back in the day, right? Okay. So I was in the culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved that shit. You know, I thought that shit was hot. Um, so I followed like guys that I liked, and then I started doing interviews with them, and then like. Uh, put together a story but like obviously the story um i tell it through voice voice moses pagat is like a yeah. point of view pov type of art you know with the guy that kind of uh is like the character that weaves us through the story just to make it simpler um he's a great friend of mine g like you know dope fucking writer thing <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah fucking yeah. dope dope writer dope dope, dope yeah writer, yeah yeah Fussy, you know? Fussy, 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 uh, and he's a very good performer i think he's one of the better performers um, i'm out there as well yeah like uh he's an amazing performer mm. organizer very passionate about the work that he does so i followed the g then i got in like a lot of different characters from different spaces within the poetry space at the time we're in silent cats 
Um, there were sc- different schools of thought. You know, what does sound? Voice had his own thing. It's like different schools, like yeah. poetry. You know, so I kind of ran that because, like, it was a it was a thing that I was into at that time, right? Um, Bokoleka Putuma as well. Bokoleka, the whole Bokoleka is like shit. He was writing <laughs> word and sound like dog. Before Bokoleka was dropping word, man. Koleka was dropping word without music, and a lot of guys like loved music. But Koleka would just go on stage and just fucking hard, like she just, just, just fucking drop, dog. What is this lady saying? Her spirit was so powerful <laughs> yeah, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. You can understand where she is right now in terms of like you know, and all the other cats that came up in the game, right? All beautiful spirits and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like it was a love that I had for it. Love of the word as well, obviously. You know, big reader. Uh, love of the word, like an importance of the word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I just come from like a Setswana background. So, you know, like they say oral traditions, but it's not oral. It's uh, Yeah, we are oral, but like uh, it's the word is very spiritual, you know, very. in terms of like uh, our people, you know. So it's like, uh, it's one of those connections to it. So it's like a thing that is like, um, I kind of discovered that it has a tent to it and then like it became poetry but like right now I kind of understand what it means in terms of like its relevance to air people what the word means you know uh, just even just in terms of like historically they would say that uh, black people don't write which is bullshit That's right bullshit. Uh, because like we've got words for writing but like um, the word is more spiritual and the word is more important because of like the, the 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 spirituality of it, like there's an essence to the word. When you speak in Setswana, in Setswana they would say that that means the word won't come back, but it's the action that might come back, right? So which means that the word is more potent or it's more founding than the, the actual action itself, right? Uh, and that shit to, to me is like very important in terms of like how we use words, how we choose our words. And like now the studies of like how words are energy, whatever, what does this dude that I love to follow, some Chinese dude who used to like speak to water, the professor, like professor mama, mama, he died like and shit like that. Okay. But like uh, he would speak to water, right? And then water would vibrate to the energies that he's speaking to. Right and like uh and you understand how important lefoko is in Sichuan lefoko in Sichuan means spirit right or mm-hmm. wind you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. so when you understand where this shit comes from then like uh why it was embedded in you and like it's that vibe you know so there's for me it's like there's always like a metaphysical element to everything that I do bro yeah I like that uh there's some you some you you're raising some some really interesting stuff there man uh, and uh. One consistent thing, like with the with the with the talking with the thing you spoke before that, and I'm a poet, is that like how you busy packaging our stories. Uh, um, I know, like coming from a publishing uh, a background, um, I know there's a lot of writers. That's that's also that's their, probably the number one mission is to rewrite, is to control the narrative of our stories, to reroute our to read our stories. So that you're using it in a visual sense, which I which I really like, man. And um, um, um. um you know, given 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 that we're living in the age we are now, I think a documentary will fly quicker or rather be seen by more people than the last read a book. You know, uh, a book you gotta go out to a bookstore, you gotta search for it. A docky you but can find. But books are important as well. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm 
there are books that are important. There are books that are important. There they are. But there the, are. Hmm? So speaking about books, there's a lot of books or writers that like actually inspired my sensibility as a filmmaker, right? Okay. Yeah, tell us about that. Ruki Wationgo, for instance, right? Uh, uh, he inspired the way that I think about film, right? Because of his writing, right? His writing is so visually potent. Like, um, it's like fucking crazy. It's like so visually potent. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, so when you start seeing that words could actually bring this type of visuals, like shit. That means visuals could actually be could actually enhance words, right? Because Absolutely. like everything comes from script, right? You'd yeah. write it and then you'd put it on picture, right? So imagine if your words were as potent as these guys write, right? Yeah. You'd be like she. Yeah, yeah, she's right over here. <laughs> yeah, she agrees. You feel what you. I'm saying? <laughs> she, she feels you. Uh, you know, yeah. when, you, when, when you think about Credo and how Credo spits, right? Mm. And how he writes, right? And when you think about those lines and you're like, but if what if this is visual, right? Yeah. One of the one of the writers that actually inspired me about like storytelling was Silo Deke, right? Yeah. Yeah, Silo, Silo, Silo's writing was like fucking amazing. And you're like, shit, this is like a vibe to this thing. There's a thing that's deep to this thing, right? Yeah. 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 Interesting, interesting point, man. Um, you feel me? I, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's, like, it's like, where's as well? We should think, we should, we should also break this whole thing of like trying to say art is like visual, art is like aura. There's no like we 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 shouldn't think about it in terms of like these categories that we constantly have to. Are you studying visual arts? Are you studying audio arts or audio yeah, yeah. arts? That shit is stupid, right? Uh, it doesn't uh, work because uh, like you speak, bro, and you uh, do, and then you see. So because uh, I go to all the arts are within you, right? So as an artist, like why would our ancestors try to break that down? They didn't because everything was like in one form, right? The word was to speak about the realities, you know? Yeah. And the, the, the word as well was a science in such a way that we got to preserve it for eternity. So there was also that school of thought as well. It wasn't just about art, but art so that it can be preserved. So there was a science to it, yeah. right? And the way that it was written as well, right? It was like, it wasn't just written in any other form. Right, it was written specifically in a certain style so that it would be easier to memorize, but also it would be good for the ear, you know, to entertain. Yeah. But you feel what I'm saying, you know. But it would also be able to allow you to be able to explore your creativity, so you can understand like the type of thought that went into that, and also it had spirit. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I do. So, like I do. Us thinking about art on a one-dimensional level doesn't make sense because this shit is not one dimensional. It's above us, it's beyond us. Mm. Mm. 
I feel That's you, my brother. Feel, my I feel you. I feel you there. Salute. I feel you there. Um, yeah, man. Um, let's move to another to another theme, and this is sort of wrapping up everything. Um, yeah, man. We now four hundred and how many days since the COVID nineteen has landed? Uh, like I said off here, I've been documenting and talking to us. <laughs> talking to artists of how they've been adapting um, their, um, their their skills to, to the new reality. Um, and I, um, and I know that, um, I know one of the, one of the, one of the major things is that, uh, uh, factors, you know, our movement has been, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things around moving, we can't go, we can't travel and all of these type of things. Um, how has the pandemic affected, affected your hustle, bro? Um, how does it affect the film industry? Because um, just uh, I'm just 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 the last point because um, from what I've been hearing and through the podcast, I mean people have been consuming. You look at Netflix, you know, uh, stuff like mm. that, YouTube, you know, salute, people have, salute, have, 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 salute, have, have salute. been consuming a, a lot more. So 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 in theory, there's your your market has probably doubled or something. How is the how is the how is how is COVID affected your asshole, bro? Yes, sir. So words like a lot of guys were suffering last year, right? Um, because like we couldn't shoot, so there was no production, right? Yeah. Um, so it was very tough for a lot of people last year, right? Um, very tough, man. Like very tough, dog. Like cats were telling me they were going home. Like couple months September, cats were already going home, you know? Yeah. Because like obviously, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't no want to overuse your your spe- your your savings and whatnot, paying rent where else you know could see like you know we're on fucking level tools or level three. Yeah. You know this yeah no right. it affected me personally. So, yeah it was it was hectic because like as well because like most of us because we come here to we come here to the J to work, right? Yeah. It's not like we nah, stay no Uma, uh. you know we got like home is here down the road, you know. We ain't got shit like that. Most cats come from KZN most cats come from yeah. you know the east you know most cats come from MP most cats are in the free you know what I'm saying so Niggas had to go home just so that they could be like, fuck, okay, let this motherfucking pass, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, so it was very tough. But luckily, I was still working this because documentary, that's the nice thing about documentary as well. I guess it's an advantage because they take forever, you know? <laughs> so I just started like cutting some shit, uh, which was really cool. You know what I mean? We're still working on it. It's like a series on Mapungubwe. Okay. Uh, the ancient kingdom of Mapungubwe, you know, it's like a second season commissioned by SABC3. So hopefully it's going to drop soon, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been working on personally, you know? But for the entire game, man, it's been like, oh, it's been like fucked up, dog. It's been <laughs> fucked up. It's been like really, really fucked And it's so funny that like my my worst year was in 2019 and come 2020, I'm still working and niggas are out of the job. Oh! Like, this shit is so weird. I felt a bit guilty inside. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going yeah, on? I'm right? the only one so, like, you know, like, niggas are be like, yo, what's up, man? What's going on? And I'm like, like, fuck, man. Like, I'm just doing this. Nobody's giving me calls. You know, because you know, you give niggas reference when people call you, be like, yeah. oh, no, I'm working, but there's somebody that I know. You can't, like, we constantly hit each other up and mm. type of shit, you know, in terms of spine and whatnot. But, like, fuck, last year was dry. I don't even, re- I don't remember how many calls I got in terms of, like, spine, bro. Like, I can't tell you, bro, because it's like, it was fucking hectic. Yeah, the only guys that kind of were working with commercial guys, uh, but it's not a lot of black people. There's a lot of black directors in commercials, which is dope, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is wild, man. Like, 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 
like with the visual art industry that's impacted us also like a lot of the art dealers and buyers you know they buy themselves some of them are shrunk because dog you can't throw shows like yeah dog, you, like, can't, you can't do it you can't and like, dog, like yeah you like can't. what the fuck dude? i mean i had a show a few months ago a month ago in Eswatini, like just my art was represented there. You know, Wesley Pep himself wasn't there. So like I I I couldn't. I couldn't get a government. Da, 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 da. Long story, long story, I couldn't go. Like it's it's really which is which is which is which is something I'm super interested about, man. Okay, <laughs> not my adversity. <laughs> but like but like but like how are we coping? Because like um things are not gonna go back the way it was before. So I think it's very interesting how 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 creators are having adapting and and um, yeah, man, it's 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 interesting how um, how what's the and I want to ask you about it. Um, um, what's the take on uh, 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 the vaccine and the actual pandemic itself? So yeah, um, this is an ongoing project that I've been doing. Um, I'm, I'm asking everybody what's the take on the vaccine. Uh, just a, just a bit of a background. Actually, yesterday um, um, I um, I took my um, I took my parents to go get their back there, jab in their arm and all of that. And uh, we were talking about, you know, they're very conservative people and all of this. And um, what's your take on it, bro? Because as a creator, we got to move, you know, as, as, as artists, we travel a bit more than most other people. We interact more with people um, than, 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 um, than other uh, jobs and whatever. Um, so for us, it's, it's real. And because there was this void created last year, uh, 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 <laughs> people's got to hustle, man. Um, so, um, I, I know that the pandemic has also changed the way artists view the world and view their work, first of all, and all of that. Where is Ikaya? You know, where, how did that impact you? And are you going to get that thing in your arm as well? And if not, then why? You know, and if not, then why as well? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, bro. You know, you know what? Um, so, just from a standpoint of view, in terms of like, uh, uh, for shit to just go on, shit to just you know, things to just open up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we're gonna be dealing by law, right? And the law would be. The big boys and the big girls, right? And what oh, they yeah. decide for us, right? So if they decided on us that we need a fucking vaccine for this shit, okay, cool. You know, um, <laughs> it is what it is, right? Um, and um, you know, um, if people is gonna get it, people is gonna get it, dog. You know, <laughs> um. You know, but there's a yeah, there's like a vibes around that as well, you know? Yeah. Uh so it's a it's a it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing, right? But also as well, because like this thing is like uh uh this virus attacks people that have like a uh it, it attacks people who's who have different types of conditions. So you might not know what type of condition that you have, right? Yeah. So it might be helpful. For you to fuck with it, right? Uh, what not and whatever. And some people are not gonna get it. Some people, you know, might just leave their lives vaccine free, right? Mm. So it's like in most cases, right? Uh, depending on who you are, you know what I'm saying, how you build it, you know. But generally, they would want you to get it and whatnot, and their passports around it, whatever, whatever. There's vibes with it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So 
Um, me, I'm, I'm very political about it. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not subjective about it. I'm, I'm more political about it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Though? I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, it's that vibe. So I can change my mind any day. We could, <laughs> we could have this conversation. This is how I feel. And so I'd be like, nah, fuck that shit. This, how, this, this is my outlook on it. So I'm, I'm like that. You know? So I'm kind of like a liar about it. So you can't take my word for it. <laughs> You can't take my word for it. So that's my standpoint. You all, know right, what I'm all right, all right, like, all right. It's shit that we face here, you know? Yeah. And the fact that at least we can be able to work from home, which I kind of think is hot, but also as well, this whole thing of like fucking working from home, uh, it's it's a bit like socially, it's not good. Hey, because you find people that are living alone and like they have to spend like a lot of like you know some motherfuckers have never seen people so it's it's, it's unhuman it's it's yeah. it's a bit unhuman right yeah. you know yeah. and you are scared of going out because you might catch a virus see? so like there's a lot of things that are going on within your body and your mind right so it's 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 fucked up they put us in a very <laughs> terrible position dog you know, they put us in a re- very, very fucked up position. And especially at this time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's fucked up, you know. But like uh, for artists that can be able to work from home, I'm I'm like, yo, man, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it, dog. We just need to sacrifice, you know. It might be a year or two. But like the thing about it is that they try to, I think they try to rewire our human uh, uh, nature in terms of like sociability but that shit is not going to work right because mm. we need that and the more they take it away from us when it when the when the gates are open now like they're going to see like fuck these motherfuckers <laughs> are rabbits <laughs> because we need to know our nature right like that's how we grow by meeting others energies and whatnot and that's how we build right so yeah um um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's um, I think for them, it's like, uh, it's, a, it's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's dodgy. It's a dodgy position, but obviously there's money involved. It's like, it's geopolitical, geopolitical bullshit. Right. Um, uh, and just in terms of like, if you look at it in terms of the money as well, like, I mean, like last year, um, the top, let's say the top t- 10% of our economy made more money last year than yeah. any other year. Yeah. So it was billionaires. Billionaires right? had a great year last year. Yeah, dog. Millionaires and billionaires and shit like that. Guys that knew how to play the market, right? And you find that the average uh down Nawaboka see doesn't even know what the fuck this shit is, right? Yeah. But you find like um a lot of people that had money made a lot of money last year, right? Yeah. Because of the volatility that was in the economy last year, right? So, um, so fuck, man. This this shit is fucking tricky, man. Me, I'm like, um, it's fucking tricky, dog. It's like it's weird and shit. Yeah. You just gotta play the game intellectually. That's what I'm thinking, you know. My uncles got vaccinated. My mom's took them there. My mom's is a nurse, but she was also complaining about the shits. Like, uh, you know, I'm not sure about these vaccines. Even nurses are not sure about the shit because it's like, you know, it's got its own effects and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So it's a bit tricky, but she took it because like, at least she's advising them niggas. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, niggas took it. They took their first jab. 
I don't know where now I'm gonna get my first jab, you know. Even <laughs> if I'm gonna get my first jab, dog. Like Ritabo nowhere. It's one of those things, dog. Ritabo and As long as we're still alive, the God is with us, my nigga. We live in. That's it. Mkaya Masisi, thanks a lot for coming through, King. Um, I loved your uh energy. Um, yeah, your daughter also really enjoys your voice. <laughs> <laughs> she really feels a dad. Um, I, yeah, I hope she ends up just like you, bro. Um, we need more follow yeah, makers. Yeah, yeah. Um, she needs to be better than me, bro. She needs to be way fucking better than me. What's her name? Just just in, I'm just What's her name? Oh, her name is Kolono Sejo. Okay. And how old is she? Yes, I'm She's like one year, like two months, two months now. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Ish yeah. King, um, let me leave you to your daddy responsibilities. Thanks a lot for coming through, bro. I'll keep in touch with regards to when the episode goes live. Um, so, I'll eat you off on WhatsApp. Um, and yeah, man, thanks for coming through, man. And I enjoyed today too much, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bless to the gods, son. Bless to the gods. Bless you know it, bro. It I'll be in touch, bro. Sure. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To podcast, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Hey, everybody. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed Kaya's episode. Uh, really opinionated. Uh, really very strong, interesting perspectives. I specifically like what he said uh, about the labor sum and the and the and, and 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 the amount of work that goes behind the scenes editing documentaries. I think that was really insightful. Thanks a lot, my brother, for coming through and sharing that with us. Um, yeah, man. Remember, guys, you can catch me on all my social media platforms. So that's on Facebook, it's Wesley Pepper. It's uh, Instagram, it's Wesley underscore Pepper. And as a Twitter, it's at Wesley Pepper. Uh, remember, we are brought to you by Spotcaster and Bible and um, just moving forward, um, my next three or so episodes, two episodes specifically, is going to be on, on 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 poetry, on spoken word. Um, there's one, there's two brothers from different parts of Gauteng that I know as all. The one guy's released a self-published book, and um, Blessed is part of an anthology. Rather, they um, self-published a really cool publication. I was going to be talking on that, but there's a bit of a scheduling nightmare around that, man, because these guys, um, it's a fact that one is postponed to me just the other day. So um, just to fill in the slot, I'll be um, I'll be taking, I'll be going solo next week. I'll be talking to you about um, a very interesting project I'm working on or been working on with a city network group. I think it's really some insightful stuff on um, this um we're actually working towards a youth and street parliament, which is really, really cool. So I'll be talking a little bit about that and give you guys a bit of feedback on um, the question around uh, COVID that I've been asking everybody. I think there's some really interesting feedback I can give you guys on that because I'm really strong opinions and it's interesting how these things migrated, all of that. So thanks, guys, for listening in and I shall catch you next week. <laughs>